Welcome listener to the Spielens Prakajolia podcast. The Eiffel and the Portugal GB. Two races which witnessed history being created by Lewis Hamilton. The race at Nürburgring saw Lewis Hamilton equaling Michael Schumacher's record for the most number of F1 race victories and the race at Portugal saw Lewis Hamilton breaking the record and clinching to his 92nd F1 race victory. There were some big takeaways from these two races at Nürburgring and Portimao and let's dive right into those takeaways. Takeaway number 1 Kimi Raikkonen has broken records in the season of Formula 1 as he has raced the most number of laps and started the most number of races ever by a driver in F1 and this experience of so many years in F1 which he says is a hobby for him is helping him throughout the 2020 season be it the charge up the order in lap 1 of the Portimao circuit or be it the experience to survive through everything in these two grand prix the experience that Kimi Raikkonen has is not only helping him but will definitely also help Alfa Romeo in this new era of F1 which is set to begin slightly from 2021 and completely from 2022 and that is why the decision to retain Kimi Raikkonen in Alfa Romeo for the next season as well is a good one by the management at Alfa Romeo. Now let us come and discuss something more. Let us discuss the charge of the order that Kimi Raikkonen did in Portugal at Portimao on the Algarve circuit on a day where many things happened and where many weird things happened. Now one main reason which can be taken is that many drivers struggle to get their tires heated properly to get them up with grip because of the slippery surface of the newly resurfaced track on the Algarve circuit and hence Kimi Raikkonen just hit that right spot on a soft tires and made a charge up the order where other drivers were struggling and not only that his experience helped him make those overtakes and then stop at a place where he couldn't make no more overtakes after the end of the first lap but what he is being compromised is is as we all know his car his alfa romeo f1 car because that isn't the right car for him because it still seems as if If Kimi Raikkonen was able to get an opportunity even in a Ferrari he would have the power to score a podium with even a Ferrari car because the way he still defends the way he still fights with his opponents the way he still drives in each and every race especially the last two races is very very good and that is why it does seem as if Kimi Raikkonen being retained is a good decision but He needs a chance at some point of time in the coming years in a team which has the capacity 
to if not score a podium then at least always stay in the midfield cuz then probably Kimi Raikkonen can get them the podium takeaway number 2 Lewis Hamilton's gonna go a long way Lewis Hamilton just broke a record 92 victories and he is aiming to equal Michael Schumacher's record and then break it by the end of 2021 and that does seem like he will complete it if he continues with Mercedes which has a very very high probability now in these last two races during this whole time the question of who will win if Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton were both in the same spec car rose again so what is the answer to that well it's a tough question to answer because there are several factors what kind of car are we dealing with are we dealing with a car that has to be completely comfortable to both what kind of circuit are we dealing with are we dealing with circuits that lewis hamilton completely excels at or are we dealing at circuits where max verstappen might have that slight edge with his driving style well let's still make a compromise and hypothetically think that we come to a circuit which is neither his home circuit where both of them have the equal advantage over the rest of the field and in between them they are as similar as they can get anywhere their cars are comfortable to both of them but mainly they are the same spec uh, overall and still then who will win and that is still a very tough question to answer even if all the weather conditions everything is similar you need to identify as to what makes each person win the race many people say that lewis hamilton wins just because of his car but is that actually true he can easily lose in a mercedes out of these 92 victories that he's already scored one of those victories came on three tires three tires in silverstone not the easiest of ones apart from that only that he has had he has seen bad times even in his mclaren he was winning if his car does not support him he hasn't won even in the past but still if he can win on three tires if he can work his tires good there are areas which he still needs to learn in probably because of that experience that he still can gain from so many years that he probably still has left in front of him in formula 1 and probably become the actual greatest driver of all time in formula 1 max verstappen excels lewis hamilton in some areas whereas lewis hamilton excels him in some areas so it is all about many factors even luck at times it is also about luck and it is not like lewis hamilton just wins because valtteri bottas is not that good no it is definitely not like that even valtteri bottas tries to give his best well there are some strategic problems that need to be worked out by mercedes and valtteri bottas but at least what they're doing what mercedes is doing is not as bad as supposedly as what red bull are doing with their two drivers Albon is kind of stuck in a car and that is why Pierre Gasly staying in AlphaTauri for the next season and not going off to Red Bull seems like a good decision for Pierre Gasly. So can it be said that Max Verstappen 
he had a bigger advantage than Lewis Hamilton over his teammate well it probably can be said so it is hard to come to a conclusion over who will win and who will perform better it will probably be Lewis Hamilton with the amount of experience he has and the way he can work out things but who knows what if Max Verstappen comes up that is all to be seen probably one sometime if they do not be in the same team in the world championship probably something special could be held just to test that out and takeaway number 3 new tracks do provide a lot more fun and especially when there are other factors and that is why probably there should be always a new track being tested and introduced every year in the F1 calendar because that provides two things uncertainty just like in the Eiffel GP and the Portugal GP then it also does provide a lot of factors which are unknown to people that is what leads to uncertainty but what that also leads to is more and more interesting racing because we did see like how in the Eiffel GP the drivers were struggling to get their tires up to temperature and in the race at Portimao the drivers were struggling against the slippery newly resurfaced track and that is what brings in and as to the excitement of formula 1 because at the end of the day what everyone is trying to do is trying to keep formula 1 profitable still trying to make it better for fans so how about we try new tracks every year at least just one track and even if it is a little less profitable and make profit more out of the other tracks because there needs to be something new every year something that will keep the people hooked and especially waiting for that one grand prix because that is going to bring in uncertainty the eiffel gp circuit the nurburgring circuit isn't something that f1 hasn't visited earlier but it was a long time back and the weather that was there in germany added to the uncertainty and to the drama and that is where what that suggests it's probably if not a new circuit every year probably a circuit where temperature just like in bahrain when we go it is the sand it is the heat over there when we go to places which are high above such as in mexico it is the cooling that may cause problems such as even in austria when we go to such places the physical features of those places and the weather create a lot of uncertainty and a lot of drama and that is why probably places which are closer to the poles of the earth geographical poles should be considered for an f1 race well we cannot have an f1 race if it gets very very cold or very very hot but there could be this top mark of the temperature where f1 should probably race once every 2 years cuz that can also be a very very interesting one and a race which can even change fortunes in the drivers championship as well as the constructors championship now moving up to portimao again what was one thing one factor that brought in that uncertainty again and that drama again well it was the slippery surface now slippery surface it does not probably provide us with any such ideas but what that also says is that if you go to tracks that are newer which or which have been recently going under renovation 
we may get such factors some probably a layout change which makes it more interesting a newly resurfaced track or just a newly surfaced track not resurfacing but surface track for driving on it that means a brand new circuit so these things can bring in a lot of uncertainty because of the physical features because of the features of the track and because of the uncertainty and the unknowingness of what might actually happen and finally not any takeaway but a bunch of questions that arise how bad actually is the ferrari performance second what will happen when danny rick moves from renault to mclaren will it improve his career or will it again push him into his 2019 season which wasn't that great what happens in haas now as even mick schumacher is available with him not being signed by alfa romeo what happens at williams next year because they are showing some signs of good pace but can they get that race pace back that they had once upon a time and finally red bull have a seat open most probably because there are very low chances that albot might be signed if there is fair play going on over there so will it be hulkenberg perez will it be a young driver any chances yuki sonoda or maybe someone who we may not even be considering at the moment but red bull thing so christian horner thing so and helmand marco thing so well there are a lot of questions to be answered you can share your answers to these questions on www.spillens.wordpress.com or by replying and sending a message to this podcast that you just heard danke Keep listening. Keep reading. Keep playing. Thank you.